and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. Welcome to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. On today's show, we want to talk about maybe how not to be so bored with doing exercises and how to keep your routine uh, so that you can be motivated to continue your workouts. But before we do that, we're going to let Karen give her fit tip. You know, last week we talked about aloe vera, and she's going to give you a fit tip about that. So stay motivated, stay healthy, wash your hands, wait six feet away, and wear a mask. And we'll be right back to talk about how not to get bored with your workouts. Hi, thank you so much for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. Today, I would like to talk to you about the benefits of aloe vera and give you a recipe. James and I have shared with you information on aloe vera, and today I want to recap some of that information we spoke about and uh, give you a quick, simple recipe on how to make aloe vera juice yourself. But first, Genesis 1 and 29 says, And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruits. You shall have them for your food. Aloe vera is a popular medicinal plant that people have used for thousands of years. Aloe vera is a thick, short stem plant that uh, stores water in its leaves and it's best known for treating skin injuries. But it also has several other uses that could potentially benefit health, such as it contains health food plant compounds. It has antioxidants and antibacterial properties. It accelerates wound healing, reduces dental plaque, treats canker sores, reduces constipation, improves skin and prevents wrinkles, and it lowers blood sugar levels. So now that you know some of the wonderful health benefits of aloe vera, it's time to know how to make aloe vera juice on your own. Now, homemade juice ensures the the presence of all the essential nutrients, which is often lost in the commercialization process. What's more, it helps in extending the shelf life of the product. So this is how to prepare it at home. What you need is one large aloe vera leaf, a sharp knife, a spoon, a small bowl, and a a blender, and three cups of water. And what you need to do is uh, cut the large leaf from your plant, if you have a plant. Remove the outer thorny layers of the leaf. You can use a sharp knife for that. Cut through the latex leaf. And you want to scoop out the inner clear aloe vera with the help of a small spoon or your knife. Transfer the gel to a small bowl 
Examine the gel for any latex remnants. Removing the latex is very important as they are what the part of the plant that carries strong laxative properties. Um, I don't think I need to say any more about that. All right, for making um, the juice, you need to take two tablespoons of aloe gel, put it in a blender, add your water, and blend it on low for about three to five minutes. Pour the juice into a clear glass, and you can add a dash of ginger or lemon or lime for added taste and flavor. So your delicious glass of aloe juice is ready for you. And if you wish, you may dilute it with other juices just to enhance the flavor, or you can consume it in its natural state. But again, beware of its laxative effects. Uh, Sister Linda Greenwood will have all this information to put on the Love and Faith website. So if you miss anything, you can go right there and get it. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Please feel free to pass this information on to your family and friends. And tune in today at 11 to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. And we will share more valuable health and wellness information with you. Thank you and have a wonderful, blessed day. Today, we're going to be continuing our talk about uh, exercising for the, for the elderly. And what we wanted to talk about is starting or maintaining a regular exercise routine, how you can face that challenge. Uh, but, you know, it's good at any age. But, you know, as you get older, some seem to think that it's getting harder to start that. And that's basically because you didn't start younger. It's hard for people to start something when they didn't start younger. So it's hard for anybody. It's not just, it doesn't make what difference the age. It's the sooner you start it, the easier it is. And more you keep it up, the easier it is. Right. So the Proverbs uh, 18.15 says, The heart of the prudent acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seek knowledge. And the, the thing is that the more that you study or uh, that you are encouraged to find out things, the more apt you are to do what is important. Uh, that's in, when you're going to school, you know, when you're trying to be, get a career or when you're trying to exercise. So the main thing is to find out why it's important for you, for you to exercise, and that's why we're we're doing this so you'll exactly. know the benefits of, of starting a program. Uh, the one thing that you may feel is discouraged by, by your health problems, your aches, your pains, or your concerns of falling. Uh, right, because nobody wants to work out if you're, you know, you're feeling pain in your legs or you're feeling pain in your arms or every time you walk you feel hip pain, some pain in your hip. So... That can be a reason that you may not want to work out. But if you've never exercised before, you have to understand that uh, there's going to be a period of soreness, not really pain. There may be a period of soreness, and you have, sometimes have to work out the soreness. Or you can start slower. You don't have to, um, you know, put go 100%. If you do a certain exercise and you feel... Most of the time you feel sore afterwards, but there are times when you feel sore during and you just want to kind of try to scale it back a little bit. 
And as Karen said last time, you know, if you don't feel like you know enough, there are videos. You can go to our uh, Facebook page. We'll post information about what you can do. Right. Uh, you may be uh, feeling uh, too old or too frail, but it's really, really never too late to start exercising. And uh, if you live uh, with somebody younger who is who is active, you don't necessarily have to be doing uh, a workout like you do at the gym. Right. So or trying to keep up with people who work out regularly. The key is starting at whatever level you're at and then trying to increase from that point. Yeah, while you uh, may seem, it may seem that uh, it's a good uh, reason to start slow, uh, it's easier uh, at any age to, to find out a way to exercise by, like I said, first of all, just doing things that you normally would do, cleaning the house, uh, walking up and down stairs. If the, the more you stop doing things, the, more, the harder it is for anybody to continue. Uh, I was telling Karen this morning, I, I am starting to stretch more because I've always lift weights. She's always stretched. So bodybuilders, a lot of us who are lifting weights, get stiff. I try to tell him the benefits for at least 15 years now. <laughs> the benefits of stretching. And um, so a lot of a lot of bodybuilders feel like they have to just go in and start start riding on weights and things like that. But you have to realize that stretching also loosens up the joints and it keeps you from getting tight and, and locking out. And it helps you to not be as sore, actually. And knowing that. Uh Becoming more active can energize your mood, relieve stress, help you with symptoms of illness and pain, uh, and it improves your overall well-being, and it, uh, it reaps so many rewards. Exercise uh, does more than just uh, involve workouts of strength. Right, and it helps you to be able to do more, so you'll find that maybe you can... Um, lift heavier groceries or you're able to have more stamina you know when you go somewhere and you don't always feel like sitting down now you have the energy to walk further or climb an extra flight of stairs or um, climb stairs instead of um, taking the escalator things like that it's just not the big improvements that you're looking for it's the like the movements, like she Karen said, the, the activity level that you'll be able to improve upon should you uh, start to exercise. And it's no matter what your age or physical condition, it's never too late to get your body moving and uh, to boost your health and uh, your outlook. And it even improves how you uh, age. And that, so that means even if you're 60, 70, or 80, there's still things you can do to where you will get a benefit from exercising. And uh, one of the myths that most people think about is they say there's no point of exercising, I'm, I'm getting too old. And that's, that's one of the myths that most people uh, of, uh, 
who get older think that, well, I'm supposed to feel this way. And Karen and I have bought people on, you know, she's bought on Carol and I bought on Pastor Thomas, uh, uh, Deacon Pitt. We've talked with younger people, older people. Right. And we work with people of every age right. group. And it's really never too late to start. And regular physical activity helps you look and feel younger. It helps you stay independent. It helps with uh, when you won't get diseases such as Alzheimer's or dementia. It helps to keep away heart diseases and uh, diabetes and even certain types of cancer. And lower your blood pressure. And, of course, the main thing is obesity leads to a lot of these things that we're just talking about. So if we can keep our weight in check and uh, keep our body more agile, we can help. It helps with our mood, and uh, and it helps us in our later age to be able to continue to be able to be agile and active and independent and independent. Also, another myth that uh, people think is exercise put me at risk of falling down, and actually what it does is it helps you with your balance. Just the opposite. That's so, right. So you know it helps you with your bone and with your strength and your stamina. So. What you really don't want to do is get to the point where you stop being active and weaken your bones. And right. again, we talk about sunshine. Sunshine helps with that, vitamin D. Uh, we want to get outside, you know, not just do stuff inside. We want to do stuff outside. Get outside and do some gardening. Right. Get outside and uh, pl- play with your, ki- with your kids, you know. If you can't shoot the hoops, right. you know, you can <laughs> dribble the ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't. Don't worry about how how it plays out. Right. Just be more active. Get out there and do some things that, that gets you out and makes you laugh and giggle. Yeah, because a lot of times uh, we don't we don't do this as much as we used to. But especially when our kids were younger, we would always go and uh, play tennis, even with our boys. And a lot of times we didn't even keep score. We just hit the ball back and forth because it was fun. You know, if you missed, we would laugh. And but everybody would be out there running and you know swinging and just moving and that and that is like a full body workout. And it wasn't important to keep score. We weren't trying to be that competitive. I mean, there were times when we did, but the most important thing was just being out there, exercising and having fun. Yeah, don't don't let this get to be a frustrating thing where you'll say, I'm not the athlete I, I once was, so I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, you're never going to get back to, not to say that you can't, because it depends on how willing you are. But if you if you don't put action to your, to your um, activities, you're never going to get there. You're exactly right. But if you get frustrated with losing... Are, are not winning, then you won't. I, I coach wrestling. There's no way I could get out there and beat those kids I was coaching. <laughs> but I could teach them, and I could show them moves that, well, you know. I think you could beat some of them. I but. could beat some of them. <laughs> when, I, when I was doing a lot of the, the kids in, in junior high, I could beat them. You know what I'm saying? But once they got to high school, they'd come back and, and tear me up. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they had got... The more they do it, the more skill they have. They they were wrestling throughout the summer. They were more active, and so I didn't give up. Right. You know, right. I still had a, a job to do to train these kids. And the thing is, is that we all have different lives. I mean, when you're younger, of course, you're not 
raising a family and going to work and, you know, coaching wrestling and doing a bunch of other things too. So basically when you're younger, you, you have less things to focus on, different things to focus on. But even still, your body changes as you get older and you do lose a certain amount of strength just based on age. However, you can still be strong and active even at the age, whatever age you are. And, and you have to realize that there's hormones in, in there, there's metabolism, and your bone density and muscle mass. If you haven't been active, you know, you lost a lot of that. But like I said, with activity, you can build a lot of that back up. And even as even as bodybuilders, I mean, when we compete, we, you know, I mean, we can compete with the 20-year-olds, but there's also categories for 30-year-old, 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-olds. And that's for a reason, and it's there for a reason. So you want to try to, you want to stay active, and but you don't want to, you know, hurt yourself or try to kill yourself in the process of trying to do things, you know, out of your range. And like I said, if you haven't been doing something in a while, you don't want to try to go to the level of a teenager or uh, athlete anyway. You want to, you want to work your way up to that. Uh, another myth that people say I'm just too old to start exercising that's, that's really the biggest comment that we all think that well I shouldn't really uh, expect to be uh, any better at a certain age but actually it doesn't make any difference we talked about this last time it doesn't make any difference what your age you can improve at any age and actually you know I've seen a lot of people just change their body uh, and a lot of you have seen that, too. You know, I know you've seen people that we've worked with that you've seen, oh, you're younger. Uh, a lot of people was telling Pastor Thomas, Brother Pitt, how much younger they look because they had lost weight. They have become active. And it makes a difference when you get out. But what you, what you can't do is just sit in that chair uh, and be bound to the TV and not do any stretching, any lifting, uh, you, because there's things you can do like chair aerobics. I don't care what your activity level is. You, there's things you can do to improve. And, and like I said, you got to take it one step at a time. You don't have to try to jump in there and do everything all together at one time. It takes it takes uh, being uh, patient and find and use a little bit of wisdom and knowledge about where you're going. And if you don't set a goal for yourself, then you'll never reach it. Right. And another thing is to try to incorporate some type of discipline. Um, you know, try to schedule a workout, even if it's just for 15 minutes. Make it a plan to do, if not every day, maybe every other day or at least three times a week. And put it on your calendar and just force yourself to do it because until you start, you're going to keep having different excuses of why you can't do it. And, and I know that a lot of us say that we, we, a lot of trainers say work out two, three times a week. But I would rather you really, if you do something every day, it's easier really to stay with it. Yep. You know, if you do something, uh, if you miss a day in between, it's easy to say, oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to wait till Monday. Yeah. Monday comes and you don't start. So, And then you say, well, you know what? I didn't start Monday. I'm just going to start next week. And it ends up 
three months two, later, three, you had four months you, you down hadn't the done line. anything. And it's easy for you to get get in a, a mode of not doing anything. And then you say, well, uh, and then you hang out with people and you end up with... Believe me. It, it just gets into a rut. Every morning I wake up, I say, I don't really want to get up and work out. But then I get up and I go do it. And and really, like right now, a lot of people missing out going to the gym. I know a lot of people, that's what you might say, that they got the COVID, what they call it, got the COVID-19, but you also go to COVID-15, where people put on 15 pounds immediately. I'm probably at 50, a COVID-30 now because people <laughs> put on a lot of weight well, sitting at home. You, I uh, see the delivery cars going by my house every day, yeah. people ordering food out. And, and really, like I said, and you're ordering foods that aren't healthy, and it doesn't take long when you're not active for you to put on pounds anyway. So, right. So what you don't want to do is just get in front of TV. Karen has to wake me up sometime, ask me to go walking. <laughs> and we work out every day. But we, there's still, that sitting down in a chair still leads you to be a little out of it, and you don't need to do that. Right. Uh, Another myth that people have is I'm weak and I have too many aches and pains. We talked about that, too. And getting up moving is going to help you with those pains. Uh, like I told you, that stretching I've been doing, I've been trying to do a little yoga here and there. I can see my, my flexibility, my moving coming back. Uh, but it takes you getting up and trying to, to do these things in order for that pain to go away gradually. It will go away, but if you don't do it, and like I said, I try to do it every day. Every morning I get up down, I do the stretching. I, I make sure my older clients do stretching because a lot of them, I can see their flexibility uh, is it's not, limited. Is right. limited. Right. And I'm trying to get them to get used to working those muscles again. Right, right. Because if you don't use something, guess what? You lose it. You lose it. And that's a real thing. If you don't use your lung capacity, it shrinks, it gets smaller. If you don't use your flexibility and get out walking, or if you're a jogger, if you notice if you stop doing it, it's harder to get back. And yeah. I see that a lot of times, even when people just go on vacation without this COVID-19, and, and uh, they go on vacation and come back, and uh, they haven't done much, and when they go to the gym, they feel like they've, they're starting all over again because they weren't using it. Well, what if you get to the place where you just say, I just hate exercising, and you just say, I dread it? Well, that's everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm I was going to say, I know a lot of people and, like that. Like Karen just said, like I said, our alarm, if our alarm goes off and we don't, we don't get used to getting out of bed to do it, and, and really, that's another thing I would say that make sure I would try to do my exercises before I go to work because after work, you're going to use an excuse that, Oh, I'm too tired. I ain't going to go to the gym today. I was there. I had to work late. Yeah. Or so, so, like, so many people was talking to me. I couldn't get out of the office. So it would be a lot easier if you would just go ahead and just bite the bullet and exercise earlier. But now if you can't do that, I would suggest bringing your equipment, your gym bag, putting it in the car, and go before you get home if possible. Yeah, or if you don't go to the gym, have your stuff ready when you get home. If, for example, if you can drop your work, change out of your work clothes and just go right back out for a walk. And realize this, that you don't have to work exercise till you're soaked either. Um, 
the suggestion is at least 20 minutes, you know what I'm saying, a day. You know, don't, don't, don't try to compete with anybody at the gym if you're going to a gym. If you garden, you know, don't, don't try to overextend yourself uh, to where you're trying to compete with anybody in your neighborhood. Fix your house up the way you want to fix it, you know what I'm saying? I'll be, be very cautious of trying to compete with other people. You know, there's a, there's a reason why Karen and I are competitors. It's because we started out that way, you know what I'm saying? And, but we don't, we don't really compete against other people. We compete against what we're trying to improve about ourselves. So, right. you know, you know, there's there's always going to be a winner and there's always going to be what they call a loser. But the only one who really loses is the one who doesn't start. So does if you nothing. don't start. Right. Yeah. So don't don't think of it in those things in those words and think about activities that you enjoy to do uh, and, and listen to music. Maybe get a book. If you like to uh, walk on a treadmill, do an elliptical, go out walking in, in your neighborhood, you know, turn your radio on, listen to, and this is a good time for you to, like I said, get an audio book, if you like to maybe carry some weights in your hand, work your upper body too while you're walking, you don't have to have anything heavy, I mean, you can even, you know, right now we're in, you know, stay-at-home mode, many of us, so, I mean, but you can talk to people on the phone, you can listen to your headset, um, and, and so not only is your body getting a workout, but you can also um, exercise your brain. You can um, talk to people and, um, you know, listen to an audio book while you're walking. Um, there's so many things that you can do. And really, that's killing two or three birds with one stone. If you've got a friend who likes to, like Karen said, hit the tennis ball. Just go out and you don't have to, you know, get to where you're competitive. You just... Hit the ball back and forth. You know, get get to where you know. Then, if you want to play a game here and there, you know, ping ping pong. Yeah. Uh, we go downtown sometime to the LaBauer Park, and they'll have ping pong down there. And Karen, and we'll it's hit the, all free. Yeah, and we we'll play a little putt putt. You know, we walk around downtown. There's a lot of things you can do that doesn't involve just going to the gym that can make you more active and, and give you that opportunity to help you build your immune system. Right. And so when you're out and about, you're getting vitamin D. So not only are you exercising, but you're making your bones stronger. And all of this is without taking medication. All of this is without, you know, sitting around, going to the doctor, waiting for a pill. This is everything that you can do without any of that. What about just taking a photo, you know, uh, going to the park, taking pictures of nice uh, I'd go on a hiking trip. I see that all the time. People out in the park taking pictures of flowers or, you know, butterflies and uh, or just other things that's going on in the park. And uh, maybe while you're on the treadmill, move your treadmill in front of your TV if you got to watch it and walk on it or your elliptical or your bike or whatever. Or put on a good movie or a good sitcom that's maybe 30 minutes long, and so you'll know that by the time that's over, you would have done 30 minutes. And it goes a lot quicker when you have something interesting to look at. And like Karen said, instead of chatting with your friends over a coffee, or why don't you go out walking and stretching? And this is an opportunity. You know what? 
when you're doing that, because it, it, it helps you with not realizing that you're getting the exercise that you are. This time goes by a lot quicker. Time goes by a lot quicker. A lot quicker. of times, James and I will go for a walk, and we might, in our minds, we start out saying we'll do a mile or two, and the next thing you know, we did about four or five miles, and not even um, because we just start talking and walking, and the next thing you know, um, you know, it's four miles down, we're four miles up the road. And if you're a golfer, don't use the cart. You know, get get out and uh, walk the course. Uh, maybe take your dog out and make him fetch the, the stick or whatever, the ball. Uh, well, that's about close to all of our time right now. So what we want to do is come back next time. We'll talk about building a balance exercise plan. So we want you to realize that exercise is very good to help you build your immune system, eating right, exercising. Don't sit down right now and just do nothing. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. And stay blessed and keep living fit and doing doing what what matters. matters. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website. Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.